guys, welcome to Surrender Podcast, where we are going to talk about fear today. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Surrender Podcast, where we are going to start talking about enduring, enduring in our lives and the different things we have to look through and we have to fight through. And uh, today I wanted to really talk about enduring and fear and what that looks like. And what I found interesting while I was studying this and my degrees in biblical studies, but while I was really looking into this idea of fear is there's actually 365 verses of the Bible talking about us about fearing not that the Lord has our back. Think about that for a second. One verse for every day of the year to tell us to not be afraid because God's got our back. But today, I really kind of want to look at what does it mean when we fear God? Like This is a big contentious point in the church. Um, and not just in the church, but those outside the church, right? Like if you don't grow up as a Christian or you didn't grow up in the church and you hear the word fear the Lord, doesn't exactly strike this uh, this idea of a loving, caring father that we talk about in the church. Or this loving God that has always got your back, is always going to do the things you want him to do. Always going to be there for you. Um, we just don't see it when we talk about this. And one of the verses that came up to me was actually Psalm 111, verse 10. And it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his people have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. Think about that for a second. It's the beginning of wisdom. Right? If we have fear of the word, Lord, it's an all-inspiring thing. Think of the stories in the Bible where people, people met God, right? Especially in the Old Testament, right? Moses was afraid of him. Mary, when the angels came down to him, there was fear there, right? It wasn't really like, I mean, they were scared and rightfully so. But it's more of an awe and a respect. And uh, I was watching a Francis Chan video as I was preparing and, and kind of thinking about things and, and where we I wanted to go with this. And one of the things he pointed out that I completely agree with is the fear that we read about from certain characters in the Bible, whether it's Moses, uh Mary, um, the he the Israelites in Exodus, right at the at the uh, Red Sea, right before Moses has strikes the rock and, and God splits the Red Sea for him so they can walk through, right? Is this intense awe and fear, and it's throughout the. In- entire Bible Paul has it when he meets Jesus in Damascus right and and Jesus blinds him and he's got these scales that form over his eyes right and, and there's this intense awe because he sees God uh, Job had to have this intense fear in the story after he loses everything Within a matter of days. Abraham. Had to have this intense fear. 
when he was when God tells him to take his son up to the up to the mountain and sacrifice him as a test of faith. And the fear is it, it, it's a respect thing. But I don't really want to think about that in that way. Like I think of this intense fear not as oh my god what's going to happen or or he's going to strike me down where I stand and, and that's what they would have thought and God doesn't say that to him God God tells him no I got you like it's okay I'm not going to do that right so it becomes for us it becomes an effect a respect thing but Francis Chan points out that this intense fear can be good right think of it as a ironing sharpening iron or or going through the fire and being molded or or pruning those those dead branches off of us or or learning to really trust in Jesus right think of it as those things think of it as an an intense experience so much that you have to walk through it like Jesus tells us we'll face trials right if you look at the characters in the Bible they they, they all go through something intense even Jesus does right Jesus gets it gets so intense for Jesus in the garden he's he's blood's coming out of his pores right he's sweating blood it's so intense right so while we need to have the respect for God the fear is something different and, and, and even though it's a respect and, and we put it in that thing um it's more than that. It's an awe. It's a... I can't believe I'm in your presence. It's... I don't know what to do. It's... What's gonna happen? It's the pruning of all that stuff that we don't need. It's their molding. It, it's walking through the fire and burning off that old self. And getting rid of the old life right I th when I think about it is it's an intensity that we all have to go through it right Jesus did it Moses did it John the most beloved did it Paul does it Stephen stoned because of his faith like, there had to be some fear there, right? Uh, Jonah has to face his fear when he goes to Nineveh, right? And, and to, do, to, to work through that intensity and that fear, he has to, he tries to ignore what God says and God points him back the way he's supposed to go, right? Um, think about the fear of, the exiles when Babylon took over or the fear of the Christians living in a Roman culture where when you read the book of Romans you see this this need to blend in this need to fit into the culture that they belong to or that they, they, they're, they're living in they don't even belong to it they just live in it right this need to kind of fly under the radar so to speak um, 
you do the things in public you're supposed to do because that's what's expected of you. But in your home, you're doing something different, right? Like, there's this fear there, right? Fear is such a crippling thing for us. Think about what fear does. Fear does a lot to us. It can be good, right? Because it allows us to know that we're alive. Like, there are certain things we, as humans, were born with intense fears. Uh, of certain fears of, like, falling and, and stuff like that. And, and we should... And those are healthy fears, to a point, but they can get unhealthy. But fear can stop us from taking the steps we need to. Fear can take us from following God's path, following the calling he's put before us, and not taking those steps to do it. Right, My wife, my family, my, we're, we're all getting ready to move to Chicago and sell everything and we're going to live in Chicago for two years. And then we're going to go wherever the Salvation Army sends us. And, and almost do missionary work here in the United States. And, and there's a fear that goes along with that. There's a fear that are we going to be taken care of? Do we have the right things? Are we going to have enough money? Is this really what we're supposed to be doing? You know, when I think about fear and the things that's kept me from doing... Growing up, I did so many things, but it wasn't, it, they weren't healthy things because I was afraid of what was going to happen because I didn't have a good example. But one of the things I think of that held me, that fear that kept me back was from pursuing anything I wanted to do. You know, I even today, I have these fears of not being good enough or or it's not where it should be or I should be doing better than that right fear it can be so crippling that while I was doing research on all this stuff I actually realized that fear can actually lead to high blood pressure fear can lead to physical illness right fear can be so crippling we can be feel cut off and distraught and just out of sync with life, right? Fear can cause us to walk away from our faith. Fear can cause us to just be, put our hands up and be done. Fear can cause us to take our own lives. And I know that because it happened to me when I was a kid. My best friend committed suicide when I was 16. And I it still haunts me to this day, right? And I still have a fear of losing people right I have but through all of that right you go through this stuff you, you do this you have these fears and we have a choice and, and God gives us a choice right we have these choices where we can do the sense of, the the the, the Thing that makes sense right we can have the healthy fears like don't be afraid of touching the hot stove or or fear of falling off of a, a cliff or or whatever it is but then we can have those nonsense fears like adam after he eats the fruit and him and eve hide and god asked him what he was doing and god and he says well i was afraid why 
It's just like that fear we have when we know we did something wrong. That's the unhealthy fear. That's the fear that controls us. That's the fear of sin. If you think about it, that's sin telling us that you should be afraid because he's going to punish you. God's going to punish you. Well, the Bible tells us God's going to hold us accountable. But it also tells us that Jesus paid for our sins. Right? In fact, I just did a sermon a couple of weeks ago on Romans 6, 1 through 14, where Paul is talking about how we are active participants in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And what those things look like. Right? It, it's so funny when I sit back and, and think about these things and the things we did and the, the phobias we have and these constitutional fears and these carnal fears and, and how debilitating they can be, right? But there's also this conquering fear. And the, there's this also this idea of how we conquer fear, not the, a conquering fear, but... And it is. You conquer fear, but you do it through different things. And this is where Jesus steps in the picture, guys. This took me forever to learn. And I'm still learning it. Right? I have a fear of what's going to happen to the youth group that I was leading because I just handed it over to new leadership because I won't be there next year. I have a fear of what's going to happen to that youth group. Now, I know it's in good hands. I know the people running it. I shouldn't be afraid of it. It's it's one of those it's one of those nonsense fears, right? John three sixteen is one of those verses that, that I think helps us with the encompass of conquering fear. And John three sixteen, if you don't know, is God sent his only son. To die on the cross for us, right? So that whoever believes in him has eternal life and doesn't perish. Right? Love, like learning about love, learning about caring for others, learning about trusting and, and taking those steps. Learning about going to God, whether it's in prayer, whether it's whatever it is, right? And I wrote down some verses here that help with this idea of conquering fear. And one is Genesis 15, 1, Isaiah 43, 1 through 2, Psalms 23, Matthew 28, 20, are all verses about, about love. Right? They're all verses that talk about this idea of love, conquering fear. And if we think of, of fear as kind of this side effect of, of a sin, right? Like Adam, right? He, he had one commandment, don't eat from the tree. He ate from the tree, right? And he hid, right? So think of fear as this kind of consequence of doing something you weren't supposed to. We've all had those fears. And we don't have to worry about it. God gave us Jesus, right? So when I think about this, I want to read one of these verses here for you. I'm actually going to read Isaiah 43, 12 here. Now, I read everything in ESV because that's what I learned. That's what I'm comfortable with. That's what makes sense to me. 
use whatever translation you want. And I've said that before. All these translations have a, a, a person. Uh, have, have a have a purpose. Right? We have all these translations because reading it in one translation may might not sense to another. So Isaiah 43, 1 verses 1 through 2 says, says, But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. And it goes on in verse 3. It says, For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush, which was a country near them, and Seba, which was another country near them, in your stead, since you are precious and honored in my sight. First part of verse, verse 4. Right. So think about He's telling, even in the Old Testament, he's telling them, what are you being? What? Why are you giving into fear? Why are you being like the Israelites? And uh, why are you being like the Israelites that were at at Mount Sinai? Why were you like those Israelites that that gave into the fear of the unknown and gave into the impatience and decided that? You had to do some. You had to go back to your old ways. Right, being a Christian, being a follower of Jesus, is not an easy thing. Being a believer in God is not easy, and it wasn't meant. It's never going to be easy, and I don't think God wanted it to be easy. Because if it wanted to be easy, it'd be a wide path for us to get into. Instead, He said it'd be it, that it'd be easier for it. A camel to fit through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. That's not saying rich men can't, rich people can't get into heaven, but he's saying we can't just go doing what we want, right? Part of this whole idea of fear is what are you going to let fear do to you? Are you going to let fear continue to control you? Are you going to continue to let it be your master? Paul calls for us in Romans 6, 1, and verse, in Romans 6, in the first 14 verses, to, to not let sin be our, slave, our master, to not be slaves to sin. It's the same idea when it comes to fear. Right? We can't let fear rule us. Now, we can be in fear or in awe of God and his mighty power and his love and his affection and his wisdom because we can't do it. And he knows that. Right? He sent his only son to die on the cross for us. I'm a dad and I could not imagine doing that. Right? So the 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 intense fear that Moses felt when he met God the intense fear when Elijah or Isaiah 
or Samson or whoever met God throughout the Bible. The intense fear that I'm sure Paul felt when he met Jesus on the road to Damascus. If you look at it, it all changes them. In every instance, there is a change that happens in them. So I don't think of the fear of God is a bad thing. I think of the fear of God as more of a respect, but I also think of it as, as a, you have to go through that intense fear. Those intense fears are good for you for a reason. Those intense fears do things for you that the other stuff won't do. Those intense fears shape us. The question is, how do we let those intense fears shape us? And that's what I want us to think about as we keep going forward throughout the, the next couple of weeks as I start talking about this stuff is what happens with these intense fears. What do we do with these intense fears? And there's a couple things we can do. Um, one is spend time in prayer. Of course, that's always the best. right? Always, always spend time in prayer with God. Right, always give up our fears, our concerns, our uncertainties to them. Um, second is find a devotion and accountability group. I've talked about this before. Like find some people that you trust that'll hold you accountable. But will talk to you and listen to you. Um, spend time in your scripture. Uh, one thing I will start doing if you haven't, um, and I haven't really promoted this because we really just started, I really just started with getting this going, and that was. I started a Facebook page, uh, Surrender to Jesus Podcast. And what I'm going to do is I will start, for the next year, I will start posting a fear not verse. Or a verse that talks about not being afraid. Every day of the week. And I think that'll be great. Um, it's also great. The, the, what, the Facebook page is also a great way to know when a new episode is up. I would do my best to keep posting every week. Um, but as we get closer to us moving, it'll be harder and harder. So is fear a real thing? Yes. Is fear a bad thing? It can be. But I want you to remember that it can also be a good thing. It can also be a way for us to shape us and make us better people. And God will use those fears to make us better people and continue to help us grow in our faith. So I'm going to pray us out real quick. And next week we'll continue the conversation. Um, and we'll look at what it like. We'll look at Job. And not giving up. Father thank you for the time. Thank you for. All the verses to remind us to not be afraid. That you have our back. Thank you for reminding us that fear. Well it can be crippling and disheartening it can also be a good thing and shape us and become and help us mold and become the people you want us to be I ask that you give us the wisdom to know when we're doing the things that you want us to do you give us ways that you, that you give people and you put people in our lives or tools in our lives to help us cope with crippling fears that we may have because you know us before we know ourselves you know what's in our high in our minds on our hearts and on our tongue before we we do. Just ask that whoever's listening to this got something out of this. That it was your words and not mine. In your name, amen.